0: This is Unity Online Radio. The Voice of an Awakening World.
1: Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne
0: Giesman. Listen
1: Well, hi everybody. Good to be back with you. It's the first Thursday of the month, so that means it's Ask Suzanne and Sanaya Day. So do feel free to call in. Most people who do, because we don't, we must have a bunch of shy people. We usually get just the right number, and you probably will get through. And that number is eight one six two five one three five five five. And here in my hand, I have these little slips of paper I cut up so that when you come on the air, I'll put your name on a piece of paper. And at the end, in fact, I need to set my alarm right now to remember to do this because I've forgotten to do this in the past. Let me set it right now. The time here. Where am I? Central time today. I'm setting alarms so that just before the end of the show, I'm going to draw a piece of paper and whoever's name I called after talking to you today will have your choice of one of my online courses between Making the Connection, Let Your Spirit Soar, and uh, Your Emerging Soul. So that's fun. little incentive there and a thank you to those who call in. Just one of you will get that today. But let's see. Where are we today? That's why I always get confused. What time zone am I in? What state am I in? Today we've gone through three states. started out in, oh my gosh, missouri i learned how to say that from ty missouri and went through mississippi and now we're in alabama we are slowly making our way back to south carolina our home and today is going to be a special reunion for ty and for me because we're meeting up with some friends that i met through my work as a medium we're in tuscumbia alabama which is the birthplace of helen keller And it's the home of some dear friends, Judson and Donna Jo Emmons. We met them when Judson reached out to me and asked if I would do a reading for their adopted daughter, Haley. These people are saints. They met Haley when they read of her her in the newspaper. She was 21 years old had a physical disability that did not allow her to move around at all. She's wheelchair-bound and needs full-time physical care. And because her family couldn't care for her, they put her in a nursing home with all older people. And when Judson and Donna Jo went to meet her, just so drawn by her story, they ended up adopting her, took her home and took on that, 24-7 care of Haley out of love. They also have another beautiful adoptive daughter, Nadia. And we've come to know and love the four of them, and we'll be seeing them this evening. But I just am so grateful for the many, many people that this work allows me to meet. But most of all, for the healing that takes place. I want to tell you all before I take callers that... I did a reading a couple weeks ago after a woman's husband reached out to me about doing a reading for her. He was so concerned about his wife because her son had passed two years ago, and he said she's just in the depths of depression for two solid years, and he, she had read all of my books and watched my YouTube videos, and he just felt that a reading with me would turn her life around. So I did the reading And her son came through so beautifully. I'm not going to go into all the evidence today, but there was one that was such an off-the-charts wow. You should have seen her face light up, something that I couldn't possibly have known about her son that made it so evident that he was right here, that he hadn't gone anywhere. And I reached out to the husband who initially contacted me about a week later. And he said, you beat me to it. I was going to write to you and tell you. And I said, how is she? He said, before the reading, she cried every day for two years, and she hasn't cried a single day since the reading. And that's what it's all about, to let people know, to let all of you know that we call this show Messages of Hope. But I take it beyond hope to knowing that your loved ones are here. Through spirit. I give all credit to spirit. I'm just the mouthpiece and an evidential medium. They know that that's what we do through the evidence. So, yay, spirit, and that one. So, going to take callers. Why don't we just get on with that? And I will answer one or two that some folks mailed in because they're in a different time zone. But I'm just going to take in the order that I believe you called in. And the first person, if I can get my mouse to work here, looks like Mary in Arizona. Thanks for calling
2: in. You're on the air. All right. Great. Um, I heard you speak about three three years ago at unity of Phoenix. And ever since I've been a dedicated listener to this program and I really love reading your books. Nice. So my question is if someone dies with Alzheimer's or dementia, is it a given that it takes them longer to acclimate on the other side and regain their memories?
1: I can speak from experience, which I love rather than books or hearsay, to tell you that everyone who I've talked to across the veil who had dementia shows me this symbol for my eyes just were open immediately across the veil. And they tell me, always backed up by evidence, that They immediately acclimated because during that time of what we would perceive as fogginess in a human body, the soul is already acclimating to the other side. So shed the body, shed the brain with the wiring that's a little bit occluded and perfect clarity. So I would say quite the opposite of what you asked, that they're just immediately awake and aware and ready to get on with life.
3: Okay,
2: that's great um it is isn't it yeah so then um do you have to be an evolved soul to be able to remember your prior lives and and to be aware of the lessons that you were trying to learn in each of the lives well i'm going to have to
1: ask my guides that one because i don't have an answer for that so what i do and i like to model so that all of you know you can do this you just Say, let's get a higher answer to this one, and you shift your focus, so let's do that now. Do you have to be an evolved soul to remember past lives? And my lip twitches, which is always what happens when I ask my guides and they're here, and they are telling me not necessarily that the filter is lifted by grace in many cases if learning of past lives will benefit one in this life. Always this type of occurrence happens to serve the greater good. But do not focus so much on past lives. Focus on the here and now. For you are here, you are now here for a reason, for the learning that this experience of life has to offer you. Yes, there are cases in which a So-called past life, and they're showing me that they use the word so-called because actually many, since there is only here and now in the realm of no time and no space, lives are actually simultaneous, which blows my mind. But they're saying there are occasions when a so-called past life does affect one's character in this life and if it is beneficial to learn of these patterns, this will be allowed to slip into the current consciousness. Huh. So that's, that's what yeah, we that's got. Great. See how it feels in your heart and go with it if it feels right. Okay. Have you
2: ever spoken to anyone um, with evidence of simultaneous lives?
1: Well, let me see have I spoken to anyone with evidence of simultaneous lives? What they're talking about is that there is only here and now, and that all of these lives are kind of overlapping, like picture a bunch of CDs stacked up and each life is on a CD And there's a bit of overlap from one track to another in giving the appearance of history. And they're saying, don't spend much more time on this because it's too hard for the human brain to wrap around it.
0: So the answer (laughs) is
1: no. I haven't spoken to anyone about simultaneous lives, but my guides have tried to explain it. And my brain shuts off like it's doing right now. (laughs) Uh, All right. to me. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, Mary. It's a lot to think about. Thank you fascinating too all right cool well let's see now we're gonna put you on hold not sure how to do that there we go I, oops I didn't do it there we go Louie engineer you may have to help me put folks oh there's how we put folks on hold I'm technologically challenged here for the moment see that's what happens when I go to talk to my guides it's a, I just shift from left brain to right brain and then we got to get them back in sync. All right. If you all notice the difference in my voice when I'm channeling them, I speak a little bit more slowly because I'm listening and speaking for them at the same time. All right. How about Shanae? I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. You're on the air.
3: Hi, Suzanne. And, yes, you pronounced it correctly. Um, Thank you for taking the call. Hi, my Welcome. question is, um, I've heard, oh, thank you, thank you. Um, I've heard mediums mention in certain cir- circumstances that they can only do a small number of readings per week, maybe even only a couple. Otherwise, it affects their physical health negatively. And when I was recently taking a development, mediumship development um workshop, I noticed that whenever I would be coming in contact with a deceased loved one in spirit, I would sometimes get flashes of heat, I would get maybe a little bit of a lightheaded feeling, a buzzy feeling, and even have my heart almost palpitate. So how is it that we can do this work, but not have it make us physically unwell and just maintain our balance and our wellness so that we can do more than just one or two uh, readings a week?
1: Great question. It's very interesting that I actually got together with three other mediums last weekend and we talked about this very thing, you know, how many readings do you do a day? How many do you do a day? And I find it fascinating to see how different people can do more. I've personally, the most I've ever done in one day is three and they lasted about an hour each and at each twice I've done that and I said that's too much for me and yet I know if people I one of the mediums told me of somebody who does 12 a day and you're talking about a couple a week I generally do about (laughs) six six a week so the answer here is that every medium is different and we all handle energy differently the most important thing is to watch your thoughts about it if you tell yourself readings exhaust me I guarantee you they will. If you tell yourself they energize you, it's very likely they will. And so be aware that you are bringing in a higher energy, excuse me, <clears throat> than most people normally handle. So taking care of the physical body is very important. I personally do experience the heart palpitations and such that you described, but those are generally physical symptoms that the spirit I'm merging with experienced, and they're allowing me to feel that as evidence of how they passed. I've had mediums uh, say that they don't allow that to happen because they don't like it. So you can say, just turn that off. Don't, you know, don't back off the energy if it's too much. But really, the bottom line is just pay attention to your own body. Don't set a limit. Experiment and see how you feel. Pay attention to your thoughts, your emotions, and listen to your heart and let it tell you what is just the right amount. And if, if you put any shoulds on yourself or have tos, I have to do this many or I should do this many or not, then that's, a, that's human side talking. Let your soul tell you. All right?
3: Okay, that makes sense. And then if they happen to have passed with some sort of a heart condition, but I've asked them, you know, please don't affect my physical body that way, mm-hmm. will they be able to get that message through to me else in and, and other ways?
1: Absolutely. And that's the beauty of the various ways in which those across the veil can talk to us. By feeling the physical palpitations, that's actually a form of clairsentience, clear feeling. But the spirits can communicate with you in any of the, what we call the clairs, if they they can just tell you audibly, I had a heart condition that you would hear the words and that would be clear audience. Mm. You could see in your mind's eye, an image of a heart that they put into your awareness and you would know that's what that meant. Or best of all is clear cognizance. You just know this person passed from a heart ailment. So any one of those is possible. I just happened to I get, a, I get a thrill out of feeling the physical uh, <laughs> symptoms. <laughs> it sounds a little crazy, but it's it's one of those things where I know I'm not doing it. So I know that right. this is a spirit whose energy is right here. They give me a pain in my kidney and I go, ow. And it lasts. just it sounds a little bit... Uh, sadistic doesn't it oh yeah hurt me (laughs) but but it's more of it's fleeting it's and as soon as I report the evidence it goes away and my sitter sees me go out you know and who can deny that when that symptom matches their loved one that they're right here for me that's what it's all about so I'm kind of like a little that
3: does make sense uh,
1: Pincushion, right the human pin cushion. but again don't if that freaks you out or, or scares you just tell the spirits don't do that
3: with me and they
1: will uh go along with you
3: okay great okay. well thank okay. you so much for your time Suzanne it was very helpful
1: you're welcome and best wishes with your journey
3: all right bye okay.
1: bye all righty I'll love this. I hope that all of you are learning new things and picking up some hints. I'm going to answer a question from uh, one of my mediumship students in England who who wrote in, and I promised her I would answer it on the air. She said, "Is it always a setup from spirit when a sitter the client arrives for to a medium?" even if the sitter doesn't get who they hope to hear from. We talk a lot about setups from spirit. And what I mean is those across the veil bring the medium and the sitter together. And they do so on a certain date. Like uh, I might schedule a reading for someone having no idea that when we tune in their loved one, it's their birthday or their angelversary. And that's when I always say, oh, this is a setup from spirit. In fact, I had a setup yesterday, but I won't go into it right now. So she's asking, is it always a setup when you get together with a medium, even if the sitter doesn't get who they hope to hear from? I would say, now I'm answering this personally. I noticed that. I would say no, but let me check with spirit here just a second. They're taking my breath away. They say those across the veil, of course, always know, always know when their loved one is going to sit with a medium and. They're showing me absolutely it is a cooperative engagement that that sitter has chosen that medium for the lessons that and the connection that will ensue. Unless the sitter has used free will and, oh, this is so interesting, and is not listening to their heart. So... What I'm hearing from them is, say somebody already had a reading and they didn't get what they wanted in that reading. So they're going to use their human side, the ego, and say, well, I'm just going to keep going to a medium, one medium after another until I get the answer I want or until I get what I want. Can you see how free will choices then would be not listening to the guidance and you wouldn't necessarily hear from your loved one in that case so the best way to do anything in this life is to take a few breaths get centered and ask what is the best choice for me now what is the best move for me now who's the best medium if that's the issue you're dealing with and you'll be drawn to a certain person that would be a setup Ooh, good one i didn't expect that answer So watch when you are pushing and trying to make things happen versus thy will be done, allowing spirit to guide you. You'll always have things fall into place when, as spirit says, your heart is in the right place. Cool. So thanks, Debs, for that question. We're going to move on to Sandra. i got to put your name on my little slip of paper here for the drawing. You're on the air. You should be on there. There you go. Welcome to the Hello? show.
4: <laughs> Good afternoon. Can you hear me? I sh- Can you, he- can Welcome, you hear Sandra? me? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay.
1: You're Hello? breaking up a little. Yes, I can. What's your question today?
4: Okay. I hope I'm not breaking up. Okay. All right. So the first thing is.
0: You yes, are a my- little
4: bit. Oh, I'm, I'm trying not to. Oh, uh, goodness. Can you hear me now? I'll tell you.
1: I can. We'll try one more time. Then maybe you could try another phone.
4: Can you hear me now?
1: Yes. Okay. All right.
4: Well, I just want to say. Okay. Ty just. Ty mentioned Missouri, and that's where my grandfather came from. (laughs) And he said Missouri. Uh huh. Uh huh. So that was just a little chuckle. That was a little chuckle, but this was what I, why I was calling. Back in the end of March, early April, my husband had a spontaneous event happen where he channeled. And I witnessed it in the form of how he, he manifested with a purple, vibrant aura, deep purple, and then he had a golden um, surrounding him. And on top of his face was almost a misty cloud with a the, I could see a face, but I couldn't make out the details. Wow. While he was channeling, I saw all of this. I mean, it was just, it was quite, um, it was very difficult to put it into words because it was so detailed and vibrant. And I've seen auras, but I've never seen, I do always see auras, but never anything like this ever. So it felt very sacred and And I just wondered, we've been wondering ever since you know where did this come from <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, isn't that interesting that she broke up there Uh-oh.
4: uh oh i wonder wonder where where okay. did this come from you know is this a guide from you know from Bob is getting a information from a guide or a relative? I was been wondering to ask Sanaya
1: all this for months. Well, did you ask the being who was talking at the time, or did they deliver any message? They must not have, or you wouldn't be asking this question. But they didn't. I, they didn't identify themselves. No, and
4: he just he saw visions, so he was picking up everything in, in a vision, and I was just seeing the energy manifest around him. And over him. <clears throat> so what, what,
1: he, what I'm he, hearing as I tune into this is ultimately this path that we're all on is about realizing that all of us are expressions of the one source, the one mind, and it manifests through you and through me and through higher beings. So, so many of us get wrapped around the axle of who was that and which person or which guide am I talking to? And I would love to know, but I don't have an answer, but clearly the, the colors you saw, the purple and the golden indicated a much Higher energy, a, a being of light that's going to be beneficial to you. So ultimately acknowledge that source itself. The source of all love Mm -hmm. and goodness was giving you an opportunity to see that you and your husband are so much more than you appear to be. And that's opened you up to infinite possibilities now. So what I would do Mm -hmm. is set the intention that you have more of those experiences, ask spirit to cooperate with you and provide you more evidence and channelings that show who it is you're connecting with and who you are and why this kind of connection is possible. So, yeah, great to know who it is. But ultimately, what it shows us is that we are beyond these bodies, limitless source in expression. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, So call us back in a few months after you've had some experiences. And I'm sure that everybody listening would love to hear how that unfolds. But it feels very uh, positive and very cool. So ask for more and set a time to do it regularly and see how it goes. All right. That's what what the goal is. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Sandra. Take care.
4: Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye.
1: All righty. So I apologize. I don't know whose connection that was. It was a little bit shaky there. I'm using a hotspot here. We have about three more weeks on the road. And then it's back to South Carolina for a while. Let's see. I'm a little hesitant to take another caller with only two minutes before the break. So why don't I look down at this list of questions and that I printed out now? And see if any will jump out at me, kind of highlighted here. Does it ever happen that ordinary people who have no interest or education in the afterlife suddenly receive messages from spirit? I guess that makes me an unordinary person. I still consider myself an ordinary person. How about you guys listening? Yes, absolutely, it happens. If, if there's. There are multiple reasons why that might happen. We're we're all ordinary people but unique and special in our own way. Why somebody with no interest or education in the afterlife would suddenly receive a message is for their own soul's growth. Something as we mentioned earlier by grace or because it's part of their soul's plan suddenly just opens. The portal opens to the greater reality, which is always here. The filter of the brain gets out of the way and the messages that are already here are able to get through. I hope all of you understand that were it not for this brain, we would be receiving messages all the time because we are souls. And this brain is actually perfectly designed to allow us to have these earthly experiences for the evolution of the soul. It provides opportunities when we don't have perfect access to that incredible love that surrounds us at, at all times. So even if those of you listening are brand new to this path, you can open up to messages simply by setting the intention and having the belief that anything is possible because beyond the human body, you are, limitless all of us are the light in expression and how exciting is that if we just take off the seat belts that hold us in our bodies the sky's the limit all righty going to come back and take some more calls from my beautiful community of friends we'll be back in three minutes
0: Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive Experience the difference Unity Online Radio The voice of an awakening world
1: Welcome back you're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Well, hi, everybody. Again, it's Ask Suzanne and Sanaya Day, and I will always ask my guides when I don't know an answer. And I love hearing what they come up with. But on the break, my sweet husband, Ty, corrected me. I was incorrect. We were not in Missouri yesterday. That was two days ago. Last night, we were in Arkansas. We actually went through four states today getting To this point today, where I'm on the show. Started off in Arkansas and then Tennessee and then Mississippi and Alabama. My goodness. But what's amazing is last night in Arkansas, in the town of West Memphis, all of a sudden tornado warnings went off on our phones. That gets your attention. We pulled up the weather map, and ooh, it was ugly. I would step outside, and usually at campgrounds where we're staying, most people stay in their RVs. You don't see too many people. We're out walking the dogs. You might see people with dogs, but all of a sudden, everybody's outside looking at the sky. And then the local alarms on the poles start going off. And i tell you, being on this spiritual path is such a help. When you realize we don't die It takes away so much fear, and it makes you notice how we are automatically in fear mode as humans. So I'm sitting there saying, well, we could have a tornado. Isn't that interesting? I can choose to freak out, or I can choose to ask to be protected and surrender my fear to spirit. And so I asked the angels to protect us and to protect our pets and our property. And we watched the sky and the alarm stayed on for about 20, 30 minutes and it passed on by. So I guess it wasn't our time. And that's just how I go through life looking at things now. Neither one of us was frightened. There was nowhere to go. There were no buildings around, just a bunch of RVs. So really interesting. And then this morning, We went to get underway. We got underway early on the road because another big swath of storms was coming and we stayed just ahead of it. But before I take a caller, I have to tell you just something funny that happened. My poor sweetie, every year or so, his back goes into spasm. And two days ago, it happened again. And he just walks around like the crooked man and just slow moving and in a lot of pain. But we got him some some steroids, and he's getting a little better, but I had to do everything to get the RV on the road. That requires hooking up the car to the hitch and doing all the wires. It requires unhooking the electric and the water and the sewer hose. So there I am. That's usually his job by default, and here I am outside with my gloves. There's no sign of tie. He's inside, and I got the big gloves on, and I'm emptying the sewer hose and flushing it out. I'm disconnecting the electrical cord. And I noticed this man in the RV next to me. He's watching me the whole time. His head is cocked to the side. I pull off my gloves. I nodded at him. I went inside and I looked at Ty and I said, you see that guy there? And he said, yeah, I see him. And I said, I'm a psychic. I could read his thoughts. He said, where can I get me a woman like that? (laughs) <laughs> it did bring a little humor for Ty, who needed it. He needed a good laugh, but anyway let's <laughs> let's move on to something a little bit more spiritual. What do you say? We have some folks who've been waiting for quite a while on the line, so Galen, you are on the air. Welcome to the show. Galen, can you hear me? There you go. you're online. Go ahead. Maybe she's been waiting so long she hung up. We're going to see later if we can get her back, but I'm going to put her back on hold and go to Susan. Can you hear me, Susan?
2: Yes, I can. There, okay. I guess we're meant there. to talk to you now, then.
3: How are you? Okay.
2: I'm great, thank you. Um, I saw you up in Omega. Okay. With, with a lot of doubts, and you hooked me, so... I have been working really hard on all this mediumship and loving it. Good. And I have one quick question. I'm involved in a lot of the development circles.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: And I wondered if um, you can ever have a spirit come to you that is not one of the people in the circle.
1: Oh, that can absolutely happen. That can happen oh. if it's somebody who knows that you'll be able to get a message to somebody else.
2: Uh huh.
1: Or it could or. be the purpose of a development circle is to develop your discernment of those in spirit. So maybe it's a spirit who simply wants to help you with your discernment. Right?
2: Good. Right. Good. Because that's what I think. But I had heard otherwise that. It's not possible, but I feel like it is. It
1: is, but if you're going to be working towards being an evidential medium, I wouldn't settle for uh, anything less than ask, having them tell you something that you can validate in some way, even if it's after the circle breaks up. Right. Okay, that
2: sounds okay. good.
1: Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Great. I love that you've gone to doubt, to working hard on it. That's wonderful. I know the spirit world appreciates it. It's been fun. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And I do want to say for those of you listening who are working on Connecting Across the Veil, I love what Susan said. It's been fun. If it's not fun, if it's not joyous, then examine your motives, because we're here to express this source of love and joy and to have experiences for joy and that doesn't mean that everything is beautiful and sunny and shiny but if you're not doing mediumship for the joy of it you're missing one of the greatest parts of the whole equation yes we do it to serve those here and to serve those across the veil but if your soul doesn't sing when you make that connection when you get a wow when you see the healing in your sitter's eye and feel it in their energy then re-examine your motives again I say that because this is sacred work but it is joyous too and it took me a long time to get to that point where I didn't sit down and say oh I hope this goes okay or I hope I get something that's the human side of us but once you really trust that that connection is there because your heart is in the right place it truly is a joy to connect with spirit and with the sitters Let's go to Diane in Pennsylvania. Welcome to the show. Hi Suzanne. Hi Diane. So, How are you? I'm
4: good and I hope I get to see you in January because we've been postponed twice now in Pittsburgh. That's right. So I'm Our September
1: but you know I'm gonna do it this time if we all wear masks and have to wear masks i I'm okay with that I just to protect each other and have the class one way or another. I know that we're certainly protected by the light and our motive of gathering, and that we wouldn't do that if it if it caused anybody any harm so hopefully that class right, in absolutely. is uh it's gonna happen right on time so how what do you bring to the show today? Okay. So here's my question. So if a person
4: is really stuck, like with what their life direction or function, like their plan that they made, that they came into this world that they were supposed to act on, but they're really stuck, are the loved ones
2: or your soul family, are they allowed to give you clear direction from the other side Well, I I catch
1: myself about to answer automatically, so let me shift and get the answer from the team here. Oh, Oh, it's so funny. Every time I shift there, they take my breath away. Um, They are saying that if it's part of your soul's plan then all involved will pull out all the stops to make sure you are kept on track. So if you're stuck, you're actually not aligned with your plan. Do you notice you said if you're stuck in your plan, then it's not your plan? Well, I mean, like if if you are really blocked from knowing
4: which direction
1: or, you know, something like that. Well, we humans tend to need to know all the details, but what if it's just unfolding like this beautiful flower that's just opening and revealing itself step by step? What if we don't know the end game and we're just flowing and seeing how it unfolds? Maybe that where you are right now is just a stepping stone And if we hold this, I wonder what's going to happen attitude, something even bigger and better might unfold. It's a different way of looking at it rather than I have to know exactly what my purpose is now. Hmm.
4: Right. Not that I needed to know everything, but just like a good nudge in the right direction or something.
1: Well, you know, that feeling that things aren't quite right, that frustrated feeling that shows you right there that you're you're not right where you're supposed to be. But can you take that feeling and say, what is it about where I am right now that's causing me frustration? Is it my human thoughts of have to shoulds like I was talking about earlier? Or am I trying to push and make something happen? So I would recommend just Hang on a second. The, the guides just grabbed me and said, don't say I. Let's see what the big picture says. The big picture says, sit back, become very open. They're actually showing me, hold your arms out in a state of prayer and say, guide me, lead me, show me the way. With a just a total surrender and not need the full answer right away. Just again, just flow. And you'll know if you're hitting a wall versus feeling that little bit of excitement that you're being guided. Hey, that sounds like a beautiful answer. Thank you very much. Well, I hope it does resonate. And I I just feel excited for you because that state of being willing to not know everything and, and be guided really leads to magical things. And this applies to all of you listening. It's a beautiful way to live. I'll tell you right now, I used to, lead management groups for companies in strategic planning the five-year plan with every step along the way that's the way i used to be and these days you can ask ty i don't have a five-year plan i just flow and i know that spirit's got this and it's just the trust so much it's just it's beautiful it's freeing the overall plan is just may we be of service may it come from the heart may it serve the greater good and you can't go wrong with that kind of a goal Okay, all well, right. thank you very Thanks much. Thanks so much for calling. All right, bye. Bye-bye. All righty, got a bunch of folks on the line. I thank you all so much for calling. Let's go to Melita. I, am I saying your name right?
2: Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. You know, <laughs> you're only a couple of hours from me. I'm in Huntsville, Alabama, and my question ah. to you today is, would you like to have lunch? At a German restaurant called Old Heidelberg in Huntsville, Alabama. Oh, my gosh. Well, we'll have to ask the logistics
1: manager if we're going anywhere near that. Hey, Ty, (laughs) he'll hear it in a minute, and he'll come in (laughs) and give me a thumbs up. I don't know if we're going near Huntsville, but wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're the kind of people that we say yes have you ever and everybody listening? have you ever learned how magical life is when you say yes instead of no, I couldn't do that. The most wonderful things have happened on this trip when we say yes we meet people all over the country because we we just love what happens when you say yes so I if we're going anywhere near Huntsville, I will say yes, but let's see um see that the show is about one minute behind ties in the next room and he'll hear this
2: yeah a, a, you know, a little me. later
1: so. Uh, What's the name of the restaurant?
2: Old Heidelberg.
1: Old Heidelberg. Is it your
2: restaurant? Nope. I wish, but uh, I like to eat there
3: once in a while. It's a German (laughs) restaurant.
1: Oh, here he comes. He just got it. He says yes. He says yes. Really? The day after tomorrow. Okay. How cool is that? Everybody celebrate. Yay. So I love this life. So uh, let me see. So there's a phone number on my website. It's an official phone number. Reach out to that. My assistant Bev will get you in contact with me and we'll make plans. Okay? Okay. Sounds good. I'm really looking forward <laughs> to it. seeing you again. I saw you and in February. And I will tell you right now, I'm hearing from the guides, set up, set up, so something magical will happen <laughs> and we'll have, to, we'll have to report out on that uh, <laughs> okay. af- afterwards in the, on a future radio show. Thank you. Yes, we'll
2: do
1: that. Okay. Thank you so much. Looking forward to seeing you soon. Bye-bye. Same here. Bye-bye. Oh, what fun. And again, that's how you just trust spirit too, right? So everybody, let's say yes. And if it feels right in the heart. So let's move on now to
5: Julia. How are you doing today? Hi, how are you doing, Suzanne? It's great to talk with you. I just wanted to step on the line today and just show appreciation to you and thank you for all that you do. Um, it has been such an inspiration. I've taken a few classes and I'm here in Northern Virginia and I called a few months back or whatever, but I've learned so much and just been so open and I just want to thank you for what you do.
1: Well, aren't you sweet? I, I tell you, you no. Know- we're also entangled, and there's a reason that you were called to my particular style of teaching and work. It could be anybody else. There's so many light workers, and so it's just so much fun when you, when you thank Spirit, and I, I learn so much from all of you. I feel all of your love, and it's just a win-win thing. So, if yeah, my work's it's, helped it's you in a new way, that's beautiful.
5: It's been great. I'm, I'm here, and I've been learning with Colleen, who um, worked with you. Yes. And um, I have, she's amazing and wonderful, and I kind of stumbled onto her, although I think I didn't stumble onto her. I think it was the setup. Of <laughs> um, course it was. And it, it's been life-changing, and she introduced me to you, otherwise I wouldn't have known of you. Um, yeah. And I've just been taking your classes, and I'm in, I think, my third one, and doing a little bit each day and just learning so much. But I, today was more about me thanking you than me asking you a personal question, so I just wanted to thank you.
1: Well, I thank you, and and I know that everybody listening can feel the loving energy that goes along with gratitude, so it just gives us an opportunity to... Remind everybody that love and gratitude, my guides are showing me, they're, they're tangled up like a ball of yarn. You can't separate the two. So as you feel that energy that Julie is sending my way and I'm sending back to her, all of us benefit. So how often can all of us listening today just take a moment and think of what we're grateful for? And I would right now task all of you listening to find one person in your life to call or email today and thank them for something yay that will allow ripples to go out from the show and and then it just keeps going and and just think about yeah isn't that
5: cool and that's exactly what i was doing earlier i had no intention of calling you today i just sat down to listen but i just planned to listen but earlier today i was uh, I wrote a post about it being inclusive and how it's a ripple effect, and if we just all are inclusive, how that would make the world such a better place, you know? Yeah, we just yeah. are the best in people. And so, you know, I wasn't even worried about how many people were going to like my post or comment on my post. I was just like, you know what? I have something to say and I'm going to say it, you know? And Beautiful. so, just put it out there, you know? Yay. And so, I, like I said, so, I didn't have an intention so- to call you, but I just wanted to thank you for what you have done um, and what I've gotten from this. And it was just so random that I met Colleen and then just so random that she introduced me to you. And then I was reading your story and saw how you were at the Pentagon. Well, my husband was supposed to be at the Pentagon that day, but was deployed in Columbia. Mm. But I was home five blocks away and experienced 9-11. And so it was just really kind of interesting. So So um, you think that's random? That's not random. Yeah, Yeah, I know, right? The things
1: we think are random are not so random because we all arise from one
5: sea of infinite possibilities. Okay, well, sorry to (laughs) see that Virginia was canceled this month, but I'll hopefully meet you one day. Okay, for sure.
1: I know it was set the intention and it will happen. Thanks, Julia. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. So I love it. Can you all right now picture all these people all around the world? who are going to get a phone call from somebody they didn't expect just calling them to thank them for making a difference in their life. And that's going to be you and you are going to make somebody's day. I love it. All right. Well, let's see. We have a few more minutes. I, I'm i going to try Galen one more time. So stand by Galen if you're listening. And then we have time for one or two more callers. So if you... St- do have a question or comment. The number's 816-251-3555. So please do call in. Let's see. Galen, are you on the line? On the I line.
3: Can. And you know what?
1: I am just what? delighted
4: to be here, but I don't have a question.
3: Oh, okay. You're just listening, huh? <laughs>
4: I'm just listening, and the funny thing is, is when I called in, uh, he said, and what is your name? And I thought, well, not that nice of you to ask? I had no idea that I was supposed to cue up a question. I just said who I was.
1: <laughs> well, that's okay. Well so, you know what, I'm just very nice. grateful
4: that, that you are you, and then I get to, uh, I'm going to call a girlfriend that actually introduced me to you indirectly today. So thank you for that. I will definitely send so, a little right. ripple out.
1: Terrific. All right. Well, nice to connect with you.
4: Thank you. You too.
1: Okay. Bye-bye. All righty. Let's see. So there are no more callers on the line. I'm going to take one of my written-in questions, and that tells you listening, if you want to ask a question, you are definitely going to get on the show. Uh, Somebody asked, when I see a series of numbers, are those significant? This is a great question. And the answer is, if it feels significant to you, it is. Why is that? Because consciousness speaks to us through our thoughts, through intuitive hits. And if you intuitively feel there's meaning in that, that's because a higher consciousness gave you the inspiration to know there's meaning in it. Does that make sense? It's a kind of a roundabout way to understand it. But I can't tell you how many times I'm doing a reading and I look up at the clock and it's 222 or 333. Why did I look at just that moment? Because higher consciousness grabbed me and unconsciously said, look at the clock. So when you get snagged and you notice a number on a license plate, on a sign, on the clock, you just kind of figure out what's going on with me right now. Who's trying to give me a little God wink? Who's giving me a thumbs up that everything's good? You pull the thread when you get a snag. And you give a little thank you to Spirit for just showing you we've got your back. You're not alone. I love that. All right. Well, we did get a couple callers. Thank you for responding. We have Elizabeth. You're on the air. Is it Elizabeth? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Nobody said I was
3: up. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um. So I had a question. I've been listening to the HemiSync CDs, which um, I, I'm on the first one. Um, and first of all, I love them. I, I I don't know what about it. It makes me feel like I'm getting massaged from the inside out. Um, If I I I could just stop you for a second. I'm going
1: to stop you for a second for those who don't know what Elizabeth's talking about. I have a series of recordings that I did with the HemiSync company. You can find out about them on on my website, and it links to the HemiSync website. It's guided meditations that my guides dictated. They put special music to it, and then HemiSync overlaid it with tones that help your brain come into a state of hemispheric synchronization that just takes your meditation to a different level. So it's no wonder you're having a a good experience, Elizabeth.
3: Yeah. And then my question is, 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 um, is it a goal? So I know they're sort of progressive and would it be a goal to um, eventually be able to reach that state with, without, the assistance of um, the recordings, the music, yes,
1: or, or even that guided is,
3: meditations.
1: That is the goal. The hemisync okay. tones help you to, it's kind of like they help you go deeper, faster,
2: accelerated
1: okay. into these expanded states of awareness. So I call them like training wheels in meditation. Okay. Uh, I don't use them it's myself. Just- it, all the time it, but oh, if ahead. i want just to, uh-huh. a little extra kick i'll put them on now but in the beginning uh. i i encourage anybody to go to like the first one i did that you're on now is called the training ground read the reviews yeah. from people there and you'll see that people are stunned by oh. the
3: effect oh. yeah okay good 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 no that that helps a lot i appreciate it
1: all right you're welcome and thanks for calling Yeah. okay All right. So my alarm went off. I'm so happy I said it because now I can do the drawing for one of my courses. I have the little slips of paper here and I'm shuffling them and I'm not going to ask Nellie the dachshund to pull one because she'd probably eat it. So I'm closing my eyes and this is the one spirit is saying to pull and it is Julia. Ha! Beautiful. Isn't Julia the one? Yeah, who just called to say thank you. So that sounds like a beautiful Thank you from spirit, doesn't it? Julia, just contact my assistant through my website and we'll hook you up to uh, see which of my courses you would like as a gift. Okay, nice. Well, we have actually two minutes left to go. So we'll just see. Do I have anybody else? Yeah, Janice. I'm sorry you missed the drawing. But if I didn't do that now, I might have forgotten as I've done in the past. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you.
4: It's so great to get through. I realize you just have a short bit of time, but I guess I was yeah. extra prompted. I am um, dealing with the grief of the loss of my pet, and I hear you often talk about it. Yeah. And I'm just looking for some uh, ways to get through it a little better. Uh, it's, it's been three weeks. It seems like, okay. you know,
1: yeah. no I time would, at all. Uh... Read the books by Karen A. Anderson. She's been on my show twice, so listen. Go in the archives. Do a search on this show for Karen A. Anderson. Listen to both shows. Read her books. And if that doesn't buoy your spirits that your baby is still around you, it, it's it's not doing its job. I guarantee you it will show you that that your, your pets, all of you who pass— They're still with you, as I just wrote to somebody in an email yesterday, because there's nowhere else they'd rather be, nowhere else they have to be as little souls than right there with your soul. And then listen to the other shows on grief and know that it comes in waves, but it will pass. And it's because we loved so much. So So much. So much. So I hope that's helpful in that short period of time. And it's all about love, everybody, whether a pet, whether a human. Love is eternal, and that's what I hope I've helped you to know more today. I see you next week. I love you all.
0: Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world.
5: Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. exclusively on MindBodySpirit.fm.